Good morning. Today we will be examining the future of Saudi Indian ties in light of Saudi Arabia's investment commitments in India. Discuss a new coronavirus strain that has led to restrictions on the movement of people traveling out of the United Kingdom and briefly discuss US President elect Joe Biden's environment team. Today is Thursday, the 24th of December. I am Rahi Bhattacharjee and you are listening to the Leaders Brief by Egomonk. In a recent interview with the Press Trust of India, Saudi Arabia's ambassador to India, Dr. Saud bin Mohammed Al Sati, said that the oil-rich nation's plans to invest in India are on track and expressed confidence on India's post-recovery measures. The two countries have shared strong trade ties historically, with India-Saudi trade amounting to over $33 billion. Last October, Narendra Modi became the fourth Indian Prime Minister to visit the Gulf nation and announced the formation of the India-Saudi Strategic Partnership Council to help India address its expectations and aspirations. The visit was also marked by a preliminary agreement between Indian Strategic Petroleum Reserves Limited and Saudi Aramco towards setting up a second fuel reserve in the country in Karnataka. Notably, a few months before the Indian Prime Minister's Gulf visit, Saudi Crown Prince and de facto ruler Mohammed bin Salman had announced a plan to invest $100 billion in India in sectors including petrochemicals, refining, infrastructure and mining. According to Saudi Arabia's Indian embassy, Riyadh is India's fourth largest trade partner after China, the USA and Japan, importing around 18% of its crude oil requirements and 30% of its LPG requirement from the country. Before the COVID pandemic hit in 2018-2019, the two countries saw a 23.83% increase in trade, a majority of which were made up of Indian imports. Despite a negative 2.8% growth in trade between the two countries in 2019-2020, Indian exports to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia saw a 12.18% increase. Among present IAPs is one of the biggest FDI into an Indian company. Saudi Aramco buying 20% of Reliance Industries' oil-to-chemicals business at an enterprise value of $75 billion. The Saudi Public Investment Fund, or the PIF, has also decided to invest approximately $1.3 billion in Reliance Retail and $1.5 billion in Reliance's geo platforms. The Saudi diplomats' commitment comes at a time India has made a significant change towards its West Asian policies. Under the present BJP government, India has taken an aggressive stand in its diplomacy with Arab countries, favoring Saudi Arabia and its allies against Iran. India has developed significant trade ties with the UAE since 2014 as well, with India's ONGC Videsh acquiring a 10% stake in an offshore oil concession in Abu Dhabi, UAE for $600 million. While the Saudi-India cooperation is expected to benefit bilateral trade in all sectors, for India, which is expected to surpass China as the top driver of growth in oil demand in the next five years, the greatest benefits would come in the fuel and energy sectors. In his PTI interview, reasserting the intent to bolster trade relations with India, Dr. South said that as the fifth largest global economy and the largest economy in South Asia, the Indian economy has the impetus to recover from the impact of the COVID pandemic. 
Notably, winter festivities this year have been heralded by positive news on global coronavirus vaccines. Saudi Arabia is one of the few countries, including the United Kingdom, who have already approved and are administering a vaccine developed by the American and German firms Pfizer and BioNTech. However, in a recent development, the Gulf state joined countries in restricting travel from the European continent. The reason being a new strain of the 2019 coronavirus that has been reported from the United Kingdom, Netherlands, Denmark, South Africa, and Australia. Most European countries have put severe restrictions on people coming from the United Kingdom. Italy, Netherlands and Belgium have decided to temporarily shut down flight operations to and from Britain. Announcing temporary suspension of flights from the UK, the Netherlands, Denmark and Australia, Turkish Foreign Minister Faharatin Koka wrote on Twitter. It has been reported that the rate of transmission has increased in the UK with the mutation of the coronavirus. Under the instruction of our president and in coordination with our Ministry of Transport and Infrastructure, a temporary suspension has been issued for flights. Among other countries, India has also suspended flights from England till the end of this year. The new strain, dubbed VUI 2020-12/01, which is the first variant under investigation in December 2020, it is said to be 70% more infectious than the other 2019 coronavirus strains and has been spreading rapidly through the United Kingdom. The UK has announced a stay-at-home order in London and Southeast England, dampening Christmas celebrations. However, at the same time, vaccine candidates have shown over 90% efficacy in treating patients. The big question that remains is whether the UK virus mutation that has been reported in other countries, including South Africa, Denmark and Netherlands, will alter the effect of the vaccines, and the simple answer is no, it won't. The new strain has mutation to its spike protein. And while it is reported to be spreading more rapidly, it has not mutated in a way that it would make it more lethal. All three vaccine candidates, including those developed by Pfizer and BioNTech, Moderna and AstraZeneca, target these proteins among other things and is expected to be equally efficient for the new strain. This being said, there is a low possibility of long-term mutations affecting vaccine efficacy. Moving on to the United States of America, President-elect Joe Biden, who had been tackling climate change and other environmental concerns as an important part of his winning campaign, recently named a diverse team of experts to tackle the crisis. The new team will include Gina McCarthy as the White House Office of Climate Policy head, Deb Haaland as the Interior Department head and co-sponsor of the Green New Deal, and Jennifer Granholm as Energy Secretary. Among them, Gina McCarthy had served as the Environmental Protection Agency administrator under the Obama administration. Other notable leads in Mr. Biden's environment team include Michael Reagan as head of the Environmental Protection Agency, Brenda Mallory as chairperson of the Council of Environmental Quality, and John Kerry as the international presidential envoy on climate change. After taking office in January next year, the former vice president will have a tough task on the climate front, having to repair damages caused by the Trump administration. In his four-year tenure, President Donald Trump has rolled back over 80 rules and environment protection regulations and withdrew from the historic Paris climate deal. 
Joe Biden also unveiled plans to install 500,000 new electric vehicle charging stations, construct 1.5 million new energy-efficient homes and public housing units, and create a civilian climate core to carry out climate and conservation projects. Folks, we're in a crisis. Just like we need to be a unified nation to respond to COVID-19, we need a unified national response to climate change. the us president elect said that is all for today thank you for listening we will be back tomorrow with more happenings around the world tune in to egomong to stay updated on the latest happenings and their impact on global trade technology and innovation egomong helps you make sense of change we're a global intelligence platform delivering asymmetric outcomes by bringing organizations closer to the communities they want to serve and the leaders they wish to influence Visit our website insights.egomong.com which is spelled i n s i g h t s . e g o m o n k.com to subscribe and make better and faster decisions today. If you wish to collaborate with us then please email us at contact@egomong.com. At